Hey Buddy is a podcast for adults on how to be friends with other adults. It's definitely not for non-adults because of the swearing and all the talking about butts. So if you're a non-adult, wait a few years. We don't want to make your mom mad. I mean, you know how she is. The advice you're about to hear is probably wrong, but we mean well. I wanted to put put a little pepper on. I was actually closing my eyes while I did it so I could hear everything that you did differently because <laughs> I became daredevil and my sense of uh, hearing got better. Uh-huh. Weird because I became Ben Affleck while scatting. Just all of you became him? Mm-hmm. You couldn't see because your eyes were closed. I became Ben Affleck. He's very breathy. Yeah. When he scats. I think he needs albuterol. Mm, he needs some sort of breathing treatment. <laughs> He's short of breath and mm-hmm. we're just sitting here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got real fat for Batman. It's his take. Batman. Bat fat. Bat. <laughs> now that just sounds like back fat. <laughs> That's all. He, ga- he tried. That was his goal. He gained only <laughs> weight in his back. Save me, back fat. So it's like his front's still so ripply right. and muscly, but when he turns around, it's like that's his new cape. I set you up to say back fat, <laughs> and you just said Batman like normal. I said fat man. Oh. <laughs> it's like you forgot comedy. Mm. Let's try again. Do you want to just say hello? Hello? How are you? I'm fine. Gladys? This is Cassie. I'm writing to you from summer camp. (laughs) It's been good so far. I made you a lanyard. I don't know how to do the twisty one. Christy said she'd tell me. Um, but she hasn't so far, so I just made you a square one. It's like an inch long, and then I tied it into a knot, and the rest is just strips of plastic. (laughs) I tried to curl them like a ribbon. You could hang them on your backpack with all your other keychains. Remember? All the keychains? That said sassy things. Uh-huh. The rectangular ones, these ones. Like like you were a tiny middle school janitor. But instead of keys... <laughs> it was so cool, though. It, do kids still do that? No way. Things like talk to the hand because the face doesn't want to hear it or something it's talk to the hand because the face don't understand what yes talk to the hand because the face don't understand or can't understand or what but it's the face. that's so much better but you want to know what my childhood was was not that what was it i'm embarrassed because it's so bad (laughs) i I didn't invent it not my fault (laughs) but i'm still embarrassed for my childhood and whoever invented that that i know them i actually feel shame talk to the hand because the face don't want to listen <laughs> you say it real sassy so it's all right yeah it's got a different kind of rhythm uh-huh talk to the hand because the face don't want to listen talk to the hand because the face is uninterested in what you have to say right now talk to the hand because i'm eating something god what was the other one leave a talk leave a talk wait what is it <laughs> I something about leaving a message. Tell you right, like 
an talk answering to the machine? Hand. It's like an answering machine one with, with the hand thing. Oh, it's coming back to me. You're right. There was something with the message. I don't want to talk to you, so this is my hand. Uh, Leave a message with I, your name and number. Hi, face isn't here right now, uh, but hand is here. Leave a message on hand. Um, <laughs> and hand, hand, I'll listen to hand later with your name, number, and the time you called. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. As soon as I hand. That was it. And that's a corgi. <laughs> you might uh, hear an occasional corgi bark. Ambient dog noises. Because we're somewhere where there's a corgi. And I can't edit out all the barks. So. I think it adds to it. <laughs> it's like our studio audience. Like, unapologetically, mm-hmm. just let the dog barks happen. Do not try to cut them out. Okay. I implore you. They're like the Arsenio Hall, like, hoots. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's an errant, an errant corgi bark. <laughs> also, this couch is... Uh, leather and squeaky oh man i'm stuck to it (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have to peel off all your skin no eventually i'll get sweaty enough that i'll slide Slide off off. (laughs) i'll butter you it's hot in here can i butter you what to to like getting a ring off yeah i'm not stuck like that or like a head in a banister i'm not like a la every sitcom i'm not like a fat girl in an inner tube no In case you don't get sweaty and you need to be buttered. (laughs) I definitely am already sweaty. Can I butter something? Uh, I knew it. You just want to put butter on stuff. There's butter in the kitchen. Okay. I'll be back. Put butter in my wine. I'm going to go butter this chair. You know what? I bet wine would be good if it was a little bit more buttery. (laughs) Or would butter be good if it was a little more whiny? No, butter's perfect the way it is. (laughs) Hello. Hi. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, buddies. Uh, Welcome to Hey, Buddy. I hate that I did that. You sound like you said bunnies. <laughs> hey, bunnies. Hey, bunnies. I'm okay with that. I like it. Hey, these bunnies. Are, these are my little babies. Hey, bunnies. Uh, Hey, guys. Welcome to Hey, Buddy, a podcast on how to make and be friends as adults. I am Cassie, your co-host. And I'm Marissa, your co-host. And uh, we are sorry. What did you do? I don't know, I just, I felt like a blanket apology at some point in our podcast would be valuable. It sounds like you killed someone. I'm not ruling that out. Who's to say in the life of our podcast that I haven't or won't in the future. Take a life. Yeah. Delete this part. For what purposes? Who knows? Delete, Delete this part. No, because if I delete it and then it's found later by the police, that's suspicious. Let's let's get on down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> I wanted to, what? I wanted to give us a cool transition. I'm trying new things. Are you coming up with a catchphrase? No, I want it to be different every time. I want mm. the audience to stay on their toes. Okay. I want them to try new things. Okay. Um, what about question number one? Come on down. You're the next question on. Hey, buddy. The price is buddies. The price. <laughs> you must pay five buddies for this new washing machine. Horrifying new game show <laughs> where you answer questions to save your buddy's life. Mm-hmm. 
I bid this buddy. Because <laughs> I don't like him that much. <laughs> the lightning round is played with actual lightning. Mm -hmm. Question number one. <laughs> My friend's a sloppy partier. Cool. She either breaks stuff, spills stuff, Wait. or pukes. Mm -hmm. She's apologetic the next day, but isn't very receptive to suggestions to slow down in the moment. I end up taking care of her every time. How do I make sure that I get my chance to party down every once in a while? Uh, I Well, I think it's important before we answer this question, because it's a good one. Uh, before we answer the question, we say, first and foremost, we are going to answer it assuming that your friend doesn't have a problem and that you are responsible enough to know and identify that this is happening all the time, very frequently. They can't drink without getting drunk, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there are resources available for you to help your friend is, you know, if that's the case. We are going to move forward with the assumption that your friend doesn't have a problem and that it is just when you guys do get drinks and it is, you know, one of those nights where everybody's drinking and drinking to excess. You're at a Bacchanal. <laughs> yep. We have those every Tuesday. Yes, the juice. Tuesday Bucknall. Tuesday Bucknall. Uh, that um, you just never get the chance because your friend is a hot mess. The first on the floor. So uh, and not the dance floor. No, the ba the bathroom one. The, the bathroom floor. The one. The where, linoleum floor. Where there's there's puke on it now. It's cold. There's puke. Mm -hmm. She's crying. It's, it's real sad. Sad. Uh, I get why you're taking care of her. She's sad. Yeah. She's got puke on her floor. No, it's never her floor. Yeah, that's true. They never puke on their own floors. No. Other people's floors. Mm -hmm. So that sucks. Yeah, man. First, it, it sucks to be the one that's always taking care of the drunk fools. That just means that you're the nicest of your friends. Yeah. So just so you know that. You, you won. They should be buying you many presents. Yeah. And if they aren't, then shame on them. Yeah. I think capitalize on the uh, apology time the next day. The next time this happens, I think in order to really sort of exploit that moment, not exploit your friend, but exploit the opportunity to be heard when they are feeling contrite uh, is, is a good time to do it. Because if they're not hearing you when they're drunk, then in a just a regular sober moment when you guys are like meeting at Starbucks for a, a, a frap and talking about the latest People magazine, as the cool kids are wont to do. What do you do? What do you do? Time, times, the times. What do people read? Books? No, people don't read. Oh, uh, that was my mistake. What are words? They also don't go out of their house, so meet yeah. at a coffee shop is a silly thing to say. <laughs> uh, but I think it's inopportune the next time that, you know, you guys are just hanging out. That that would be a weird time to say, oh, hey, by the way, next time you're drunk, can you not be so drunk? Because I want to puke. Um, <laughs> I don't think you're going to be heard. And also, I think it's going to be so out of context in just a normal hangout time that um, it's going to sound like you've been thinking about it a lot and it's this big serious thing now and now we're going to have a discussion. And they're going to feel real weird. They're going to feel like, do I have a problem? I don't have a problem. Not I don't have defensive. a problem. <sighs> um, <laughs> so I, I 
it seems like the best way to handle it is the next time you're going to have to deal with it another time. And then next day stuff, when they're very apologetic and they're talking to you about it, that's when you make your move and say, hey, I, I'm happy to take care of you. I love you very much. However, this is kind of a pattern where I feel like we go to a party and I, I can't, I don't want to slow your roll because I don't want to stop you from having a good time. But it's important that there is someone taking care of you or, you know, whomever in, in a situation like this. And I was hoping that the next time I could let loose and you could, you know, I could feel comfortable knowing that one of us is in a responsible position to take care of the other person. And I would like a turn. My gut reaction is to say, tell your friend to... It's not that fun. <laughs> I'm having a terrible time. No, I mean, that's <laughs> two different thoughts. Like, getting <laughs> super drunk isn't that fun. Why do people do it? Oh, you mean, like, getting so drunk that you're dribbling puke down the hallway? Yeah! You know what isn't fun? That. Hey, sorry, I ruined the left wing of your house. So. <laughs> Because I vomited. All my friends are very, very rich. Yeah. They all live in the Beast's castle. Mm -hmm. yeah. Stay out of the West Wing. <laughs> well, why, Beast? Because Tiffany puked in it. Oh. What about... Oh, no. There's puke on the magic rose. What's that magic mirror that the Beast has? Is it just the magic mirror? Yeah. I don't even think it has a name. It's just, here's this hand mirror. <laughs> Look in it when you think of me. When you think of me. When you're when you're too drunk to not puke. Look in this head mirror. This head mirror. We <laughs> give up. Podcast cancelled. We can't get our shit together. It's hot. Bonjour. 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 <laughs> there goes Tiffany with her puke like always. <laughs> The same old pizza bread smells. Every morning, just the same. She's so sorry that she's lame. There's no denying she's a drunken girl that tip. Bonjour. Good day. How is your Tiffany? She's bad. Real drunk. How is your life? <laughs> Mine's not so bad. I'm five years sober. I'm gonna make my way out of this conversation. Oh, isn't this amazing? <laughs> it's my favorite part because you'll see. Here's where she goes to AA. But she won't discover she has a problem till step 13. There 13 steps? Nope, there's 12. That's the joke. Poor Tiffany. <laughs> She'll never know. No. Um, I made a fountain noise for the fountain scene. Oh, that's nice. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. I was hoping somebody would make a sheep noise. She shows her book to some sheep. We're not singing about Belle. We're singing about Tiff. And Tiff is so drunk she's with that some there's sheep. There's a fountain of wine. <laughs> and no sheep. You don't know. You've never been drunk with Tiffany. You've always been taking care of her. Sounds awful. <laughs> fuck Tiffany. There's sheep. Um, so my advice is to fuck Tiffany. 
I don't know what I don't know if there is an effective way to communicate how shitty your friend is being without her getting <laughs> defensive. Yeah, no, there's not. Um, and that's not what you want. I mean, if you want to stick it to her, if you're just so mad, want to freak out on her about her behavior, then that's an option. But that doesn't, it's not going to help anybody. It's not going to help you. Yeah. Um, my inclination is almost to just say, just don't go out with her anymore, or at least for a while. Yeah. And then she'll realize that, man, I'm not allowed to get drunk unless so-and-so is here. I'm drunk on this floor by myself. This sucks. Where's all my friends? Oh, they don't care about me. Only Anonymous cares. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, those are your options. Or passive aggression. Sure. I don't think that's advice. Uh, so much is probably what they're doing right now already. This is a tough question to answer because... I don't know your friend. What you're asking is, how, how do I get so drunk I throw up? Yeah, it's like, I don't want that for you. I don't want that for you either. How old are you? <laughs> oh, that's true. If you're like 21 and this is new, you're new to the Smirnoff Ice game, then, you know, you need that. You need you need a few of those under your belt before you're like, ah. This sucks. This is terrible. Never want to do this again. Why does anyone drink? Yeah. Um, And then you drink the next day. But see, that's my problem with this 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 answer we've given is that I feel like yeah everybody in the moment of being like oh I'm so sorry are like super receptive in the moment yeah. to like oh you're right I was shitty you're right next time I'll do a much better job yeah. but then next, next time, time probably isn't that afternoon yeah. it's probably a couple weeks from then and yeah. then they've already forgotten and they take 15 shots when you're not looking yeah and then they're drunk again <sighs> and so how do you solve get... a problem how like, do you solve a problem like Tiffany? Like Tiffany. Oh, uh, how do you catch, catch a drunk a, and knock it out? How do you catch a puke in this cup? Ew! Get in here. How do you catch a puke into this cup? <laughs> <laughs> I think any answer to this question is problematic. Um, we wanted to answer it. But we don't want to mostly say, like, I feel you. Yeah, well, let's, let's, you know what? Let's take it out of the context of drinking. Because I sure. think that's kind of what the my issue is here. Yeah. I don't want to help facilitate you sitting on a floor being sloppy. Yeah. Which is essentially what you've asked. When's my turn to be the sloppy girl? It? Yeah. Um, it's when not... do I get to yell all my secrets at everyone? It sucks. Don't do that. Don't do it. Um, but I, I think bottom line, what we're saying is we've both been that person. Because we care. Um, we and do. And you care. And you care. And that's great. Um, and it's very frustrating. There's no... There's no outcome that I feel like is a responsible one yeah. to produce for you. Like, ignore them? Okay, now they're, like, alone in a ditch somewhere. Yeah, they're alone and sick. Um, somebody might take care of them in your friend group. You know, You know them, I don't. Um, but you also might be the one. Everybody else might be a little bit more selfish. Or you both get sloppy wasted and you're puking on each other. And nobody takes care of either of you? Yeah. That seems like double the problem. I don't... I, I hate to say, like, keep on keeping on. Maybe preparation is key. Okay. Maybe just prepare. Meaning, give give your friend and yourself a safe place to get shitty together <laughs> together where okay. you have all the things that you need oh like uh put 
like staple staple gun pillows all around the room, and then immediately remove all the staples and the staple gun. No, no. What are well, you thinking? Not the sta- The staples can stay in the wall. What are you gonna do with them? Drunk strength, rip them out, stab my eyes with them. No. Swallow them. I'm so drunk, and we forgot to provide snacks in this room. This is not a room of requirement. This is a room of I'm gonna eat these staples. <laughs> oh, my gums are so bloody. If you guys do that, you need to you need to seek professional help. You are too drunk. <laughs> That's too drunk. It's not my drunk fault that your staples smell like burritos. What? I, you're the one with burrito-y staples. I didn't say that. That was not part of my preparation plan, was to rub burrito sauce on the staples <laughs> and the staple gun. I just know you. Okay, fine. Get adhesive glue and glue the staples, or glue the pillows. <laughs> <laughs> stuck on staples. Glue the pillows to the wall, okay? Uh-huh. Non-toxic adhesive, okay? Great. Good. Like that um, so far. What else? Also, get like five trash cans each. Mm-hmm. Low, wide brim. Fill them with water. No. So that you drink <laughs> drink out of like a trough. No, all that's going to happen is you're going to spill water everywhere. Oh, no. Because they're low and wide. You can't knock them over. You know what's going to happen if you get a low and wide trash can that's uh-huh. filled with water when what? you're drunk? You'll be so you're going to try to get in it. <laughs> you're going to try to go swimming in that trash can. That's absolutely right. I so will. that's stupid. So mm. no, don't do that. Well, listen, when you're drunk, water bottles and cups are so hard. I know. So you just want something you can lower your face into. Here, get get one of those, not like the small kiddie pools, but Uh get like a big kiddie pool. Okay. Put that down. You have to stay in the kiddie pool. Um, Those are the rules about the drunk night. And then get like a bunch of bottled waters with big straws that you can just sip it. And also little trash bags everywhere. Ooh, st- like like put a trash can around or trash bag around your neck, like a, f- a feed bag, but for puke. Yes. Okay. Because I'm about this is about preparation. Also, uh, get snacks, a bunch of snacks. Unwrap them, pre-unwrap them, and throw them in a pile in the middle of the room. Yes. So all you'd have to do is crawl along your belly and just lift your head, lower it with your mouth and, open, and place it onto your pile of. Of soft, soft Twinkies. hostess cupcakes. We both picked hostess snacks. I was gonna say Twinkies, and then I thought, no, that's that's too. I I I want to go chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> the room that you do this in shouldn't be one that is in either of your homes. It should be a room that you rent for this hotel. Oh no, something without a deposit. Shitty hotel, like a. A Shitty hotel where you pay cash. And then... Also keep your shoes on. And then Uber home. <laughs> so you can pass out somewhere else. Yeah. Get a different hotel room mm. at, a, at a more upscale... What we're describing is the place that you're both gonna die. That's, that's the so only true. outcome. Don't get real drunk in a shady motel. <laughs> <laughs> that Uber's never gonna come get ya. Because you'll be dead. <laughs> you'll be dead in a pile of trough water and half-eaten hostess cupcakes we can't answer this question effectively no we can't i, I think we can all we can say we failed we, we feel we feel you you're right it is frustrating that's frustrating but also don't feel too sad because it's not that fun to be the sloppy girl yeah i think i think you're romanticizing it a little bit because man it looks i'm taking care of her and, I mean, I get 
that that wears on your buzz and you don't get to enjoy the party because you're too busy taking care of her. If that's your concern and not that I want to get so shitty that other people are required to care for my body and make sure I don't die because that sucks. Don't do that ever. Um, I think instead, if what you want to do is I want to ride this delicious uh, mint julep wave and um and stay here in the good zone so where i can still eat nachos and not worry about what part of my body they're going to come out later it's called faded yeah <laughs> oh thank you yeah. um if you want to stay there then i i think then then we're talking we're talking about how how you can best facilitate your friend's care and and stay where you want to be in the party do setting a timer on your phone for like every 15 minute checkup on your friend, make sure they're in a place where they are safe to puke. They're set up with water. They're good to go. If they're, you know, in an emotional place where they're crying and they're sobbing and they need to talk, then you're stuck there. I'm so sorry. But otherwise, if they're just sick, it's okay. You're not a terrible friend to say, here's some water. Here's a room covered in tile and linoleum and a toilet. Stay here. I'll be back in 15. And you can still enjoy the party while ducking out at 15-minute intervals to make sure that they're not dead or in need of medical care. Also, there are plenty of places that you can go, like different establishments that are more responsible than it sounds like the ones that you are frequenting. Yeah, you guys don't get to go to house parties anymore. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, like if you go to an actual bar where the bartenders follow the rules, your friend will not be able to get that shitty. No. Um, they will get cut off mm -hmm. before they get even close to that. Yep. Um, so maybe, like, f try to find somewhere like that and, and suggest going out there where you can enjoy your two drinks, and so can they, and nobody gets a third one. Yep. Um, just talk to your friend. Mm -hmm. You know your friend. Whenever seems like a good time that they're going to be receptive, talk to them and have an actual heart-to-heart -heart about how it makes you feel. Just make them stop drinking and get them hooked on some some sweet Mary Jane. Uh, we can't, they can't get too much Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah, you can. Well, they'll fall asleep. Or they'll freak out. Okay. Well, if they are... Give them a test run. <laughs> yeah. Secretly, <laughs> get you get your awesome. weird Dexter room set up for your test run of MJ. Uh huh. Very similar snack pile, but bigger. Bigger. And um, the the water's good. Yeah, you, you don't need do as many buckets. Yeah. Um, but more pillows. Yeah. And that just uh, sounds like a good time. Let's do that. Okay, I'm in that. I'm in that. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm into it. I'm on it. She's I'm under it. in it to. She's got a minute to in it. I'm gonna. <laughs> Anyway, just get so stoned is my answer. Do that instead. Forget Everybody's it. more chill. Nobody's, well, less people are puking. Yeah. Um, it's a fun time for all. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Question number two. <laughs> my friend's an interrupter. She does it to everyone. Boo. And not on purpose. She's just enthusiastic. Okay. So if someone says something that makes her think of a new fun thing to say, she has to say it right then. No, she doesn't. Is there a way... Can you stop interrupting me, please? I can't help it. Is there a way I can show her that this behavior is rude? Aww. And it hurts people's feelings? 
Yeah, that's the fucking worst. I hate it. I'm so sorry. That's a garbage habit. It it fucking sucks. Nobody likes to be interrupted. There are some people who have developed an immunity <laughs> to being annoyed by it. Because uh, either they themselves are an interrupter, and so they think, well, I can't be hypocritical, so I just let myself get interrupted, and then I'll interrupt right back. Or they hang out with an interrupter so much that they don't notice it anymore. But most people... Well, everybody likes to talk about whatever it is they're talking about. Everyone likes to hear the sound of their own voice. That's why we're recording this. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, most people love the sound of their own voice. And when they're telling a story, um, it sucks to have somebody cut off this beautiful sound of your voice. Yeah. So most people get annoyed about it. Yeah. Um, but hurts your feelings. That does suck. That does not happen to me. If someone's rude and they interrupt me, I just roll my eyes and like, oh, asshole. And just let them do what they do. <laughs> or I come back in and just keep talking. Yeah, that's hard to do if you're not an assertive person or you're not a, a very confident person. Like, I would say that you are really assertive. Really assertive? You are. Uh, what does that mean? I, I don't know. It means nothing because it's not a word. It's, you smell like certs. You're so minty. It's like good and bad. <laughs> you smell like a minty grandma. I smell like <laughs> mints. And also like someone... Like the bottom of a purse. ...was smoking and they don't want their wife to know. <laughs> um, I would say I would say that you are more assertive than most. Oh, that's true. Um, you also give less of a shit than your average bear. Oh, man. Bears give so many shits. <laughs> I give, like, maybe two a week. Does the bear give a shit in the woods? <laughs> Always and forever. Um. <laughs> it's constantly shitting. <laughs> That's why they walk like shitting. that. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize that most people are not like that, yeah. so... I think in general, I think it's safe to say in general, most people it hurts. don't like being interrupted and if you are constantly being interrupted that that can hurt your feelings i wouldn't say that every instance of being interrupted is hurtful just annoying but a pattern of behavior does become hurtful yeah especially and this is my friend is an interrupter so this yeah. is one person who is an offender yeah all the time and they're doing it all the time y you can approach it from two ways do they know that they're an interrupter and this is just like oh yeah i'm just accepting that this is a trait that i have and i know that i do it oh well probably not i know some people that do that that they interrupt and they have just accepted that that's who they are and if you don't like it then too bad for you and i think that sucks um i think that that's really frustrating to acknowledge that, like, yeah, this is a fault of mine. I'm going to do nothing to change it. I don't want to better myself at all. I think most people don't know that or don't realize that they're doing it or don't realize that what they're doing is shitty. Yeah. I think they are just enthusiastic and they just need to say what they need to say right then and there. Yeah. Um, and they're not super conscientious of other people. But what that behavior tells the person you're talking to is I don't care about what you're saying. Whatever I'm saying is more important to me and me wants to hear what me is saying. Yeah. If it's more likely that they don't realize they're offending you or, you know, hurting your feelings or being rude, mm -hmm. then I think most people would be pretty receptive to you just being honest and gently Letting them know, hey, you know, I get talked over a lot. I deal with this um, all the time. 
try not to single them out because people can get defensive when you do that. This happens to me a lot. Mm -hmm. Can you be um, a little, you know, try to be a little bit more aware of that Mm -hmm. when I'm talking um, to not interrupt and to let me finish what I'm saying because I get cut off a lot. Yeah. You, you make it again. And we give this advice a lot. Make it about you. That's the best way to get your feelings heard is by making sure that you are just communicating your feelings rather than uh, either projecting a behavior onto them or explaining their behavior to them. Yeah. Because that's never going to be heard in in the light that you want it to be heard. It's just going to sound like, you suck, you suck, you suck. Yeah. You could also get really aggressive and interrupt my back. I don't recommend that. Just keep saying the word that you were saying when they interrupted you, but louder. If this person is a dick <laughs> and they're doing it on purpose, I condone this this reaction. Mm-hmm. Or tell them the interrupting cow knock-knock joke. Interrupt them with the interrupting cow knock-knock yes, joke. Yes, exactly right. Just go, ooh, 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 wait, 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 knock-knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting <laughs> Oh, did you know me. that you interrupt all the time? <laughs> They'll love that. That'll be great. And then from then on. Do it in front on, of people. Yeah, in front of everyone. <laughs> and then from then on, every time they interrupt, moo at them. Do the moo so loud. <laughs> and then wink and go, you know. You know. You know. But the people around you will think that you're calling your friend real fat. Either way, you look like a dick. So you, that's why I'm saying probably don't dick? do that do you, one. Do you mean a winner? Don't do that. Don't do what Cassie said. Don't do what I said. Don't ever do what I say. Nobody want to be around you at all. (laughs) No one, but you know what? That'll stop the interrupting. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I would say it's not a terrible idea if this is something that you're able to talk to them about. If your friend is one of those people that can hear, uh, I feel like you get really excited and I love that about you. I love that you have great things to share and it's never anything that I don't want to hear. But the problem is you say it on top of other people sometimes. And I don't want people to think that you're rude because I know that you're not rude. Is there something that we can do together to sort of let you know when it's happening? Because I don't think that you know that you're doing it. I think that you are adding something great to the conversation. You're just adding it um, at the expense of somebody else. And and then maybe if, if you have the kind of friend that, and you'll know if you've got the kind of friend that is receptive to that i have like two of them yeah there are there are some people that will that that will work and then in that case you can come up with something that is a code word or a something something subtle like something su- yeah right interrupting <laughs> moo moo you're doing it right now you're interrupting <laughs> right now this thing that you did it's interrupting and nobody around you will know and you'll have bettered them uh-huh you'll have bettered your relationship yep you'll have buttered your bread and buttered your marissa butt from earlier because you were so stuck on the couch ah uh, right she really wanted to butter my and then buttered you yeah she's um, buttery now very so so delicious very I, few people will be receptive to that can't believe it's not interrupt a butter is my is is my take on that excellent if your friend is receptive to that i love yeah. people like that cassie's one of those people oh thanks um, i think you're one of those people too thank you but the thing the problem is with with that advice is i think that friend probably doesn't interrupt <laughs> that's also true <laughs> because people who are receptive to that kind of open honest like hey let's talk about my feelings 
um, as they apply to your behavior. Um, Those kinds of people are usually pretty um, aware anyway. (laughs) Um, And so they usually don't interrupt or be rude. Um, So this this friend is probably someone who's a little more careless with people's feelings. And not because they're a dick, um, just because they're careless. Um, It doesn't mean that they don't like you or they don't care about you but certainly that is how it feels when someone interrupts you so can you put them in another room on some sort of time delay just teleconference them in every time you want to talk to them and put them on a time delay so that you get to finish what you're saying and they get to interrupt you and everybody wins so you never actually hang out with this person no you do you just you're just um not in the same room you could be in the same house that's so sad (laughs) How do you even... Why are you always putting me in this room? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you facilitate that? Okay, Jerry, get in the other room. Uh, you know the deal. Tell Jerry he's super contagious. You stay in the den. Get in the den, Jerry. Get in the den. <laughs> you got sick on you. You're giving us all Ebola. <laughs> you were next to Tiffany. And she she puked her drunk feelings on you. Now you're in the den forever, Gary. Jerry. Who cares? Whatever. Who cares about Jerry? He's in the other room on a time I don't, delay. I don't need to remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> As sure he'll tell me in the middle of my next sentence. Dick. I think, yeah, you do need to talk to them about it. Try your best to avoid them getting defensive. Because the point of having the conversation is to have it be a productive outcome. Yeah. Is to accomplish a goal. Not to have an argument. Right. Um, if your goal is to, I want you to feel bad then by all means yeah go right ahead go right ahead angry move right in their face yeah probably a more productive and effective way to tackle the problem is to talk to them not in front of everybody right and let them know that this happens to you a lot yes they did it but they're not the only one who does it even if that's not true Mm -hmm. and something that i i do a lot with people who i feel like are kind of on the defense all the time is enlist their help um, mm-hmm. empower them by asking for their help, yeah. combating the thing that they're doing. Exactly. Um, you know, I get talked over a lot. People interrupt me all the time. Can you look out for that? Can you, you know, pay, pay close attention when I'm talking or someone's talking over me and, you know, be an advocate for me and be, I have a hard time. Yeah. Standing, standing up, up for, for myself. myself yeah can you do that because you're super assertive yeah. and they'll then pay attention for when their impulse to interrupt occurs they'll go oh oh i'm doing it oh, okay okay yeah she's right it really does happen to her a lot yeah and then slowly but surely that'll just become part of their natural behavior around you and hopefully, uh, hopefully others hopefully it'll leak you <laughs> hopefully that good Good behavior will just leak onto other people. Like battery acid. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere. Question number three? Question number three. Oh, question number three. Question number three. Getting fucking now, question number three. My friend just got engaged. Yay. Yay. Congratulations to your friend. And I'm so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not me not marissa (laughs) (laughs) the question asker (laughs) can be interpreted wrong i'm so lonely yay congratulations to your friend and i'm so lonely cassie (laughs) um 
So you're so lonely. Um, how do I be happy for her when I'm feeling so crappy about me? Aww. Aww. Um, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> listen, it's tough. It's tough when you're feeling personal feels. But I see, I mean, the just by virtue of you sending in this question, you recognize that it's not cool to be a Debbie Downer because you're sad uh, about your personal life. You already recognize that it's not cool. And that's kind of you. Yeah, that that is kind and it is also appropriate. I think it's worth separating in your head if you can do that. Your friend's success is not your failure. Um, and that's really hard, particularly if you're feeling lonely or unsuccessful about something and somebody that you're close with does experience success in, in that avenue, whatever it is, being um, romantic relationships or work or school or whatever it is, them being successful at something is not another example of you failing. And I think that's where a lot of the, it's hard for me to be happy for you because I can't be happy for me stuff comes from. If you look at it, if, you know, Kate Moss gets engaged, she a person. Yeah, she's a model. Uh-huh. Um, one droopy eye. Oh. Well, then not her. Because um, that's just slap in the face if Droop, Droop McGee gets a boyfriend and you don't. <laughs> it's insulting. <laughs> um, Both my eyes are fine where they are. But, Fuck yeah. you, world. <laughs> Why aren't I modeling? I've got two normie eyes. You couldn't find anyone with normal eyes? Normie? <laughs> yep. Resume. Two normie eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Real good looking normal eyes. Hire, hire me to sell your clothes, Gap. <laughs> Love, Cassie. Uh, I'm not shooting for the stars here. Just Gap. Just fine. A national ad or two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I said it. Advised. Advised. Um, You've been advised. Yeah. Did. We did it. So you're welcome. Goodbye. Yeah. It. Hey, buddy. I wrote into Hey, buddy. And they didn't help me at all. We tried. Um, yeah. Compartmentalizing would be helpful in this situation if that is something you are able to do yeah it's some people are better at it than others certainly and and i think if you're one of the people that just can't help but let your feelings of loneliness or failure you know whatever those whatever feelings are coming up for you about this if you if you can't stop those from bleeding into your interactions or your celebrations with them then you need to be an excuse monster right now. What does it mean? Uh, like, if um, if you really can't, if you know that if you, you know, we're having an engagement party or we're gonna, we're engaged, yay, we're gonna go get drinks to celebrate. And you know that you're gonna be sad and you can't put it aside and celebrate them, then I think you need to... I see what you're saying about excuse um, monster now. Yeah, you... Make an excuse. Make an excuse that... That is all about you and something that is, you know, 100% unavoidable. Like, I, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. I'd love to be there. Congratulations. I have the stomach flu. I have something that you don't want to be around at all. I have whatever it is. Um, because now is not the time. I mean, honestly, talk to somebody else that's not that person about your feelings, I think. Now is not the time to put that on them and say... I'm so excited that you're engaged, but this is really bringing up my feelings of loneliness. Yeah, I'm sure your friend is, if this is somebody that you're writing in about, that you're concerned you're being a Debbie Downer around, I assume this is someone you're somewhat close to. Yeah. 
obviously this person would want to know how you're doing and want to help you with your issues and your feelings and hear all about it. Ordinarily. Ordinarily. Mm -hmm. But um, this is a time for celebration for them. And this is a time where they need to just be so happy. And that definitely is not an appropriate time for you to drop your feelings on them. Yeah. You need to... Suck it up when you're around them or don't put yourself around them. That's a real splash of cold water. There's nothing they can do about it. And They're I think just going to feel bad. I think you recognize that, that, that you bringing your feelings into it is just going to, there's nothing, they can't change it. They can't change your romantic life. They're not going to change their romantic life to make you feel less lonely. I do think it's important that you have an outlet for these feelings But you need to choose one that's not this person or somebody that's going to then tell this person that their exciting life change is bumming you out. I'm sorry it's bumming you out. It it sucks. Um, it's, It's hard to feel like people around you are moving on or, or doing the things that you'd like to be doing in your life. It's difficult to be the person that feels stagnant, whether it's romance or school or work or whatever. Yeah, it's important that you find an outlet for those feelings. You you do need to share them with somebody and get them out. It is terrible to feel alone and then also feel like you can't share those feelings with somebody. Yeah. Also, just in general, if you are feeling sad... <laughs> And that's coloring the way that you're seeing what are objectively happy things. Mm-hmm. Like it, it may be time for you to consider mm-hmm. seeking professional help. Yeah. There are people who are trained in dealing with this exact kind of thing. You are not alone in this. Lots of people feel this way. Yeah. And there are people who that is their job is to help you work through that, reframe the way that you're looking at things, reframe the way that you're looking at yourself and your life and your situation yeah. so that it doesn't put an awful, sad, gray lens on the way that you're seeing everything else. Because, yeah, taking yourself out of the situation and, you know, okay, I can't go to the bridal shower because I'm going to be a big party pooper about it. Wah, wah, Debbie Downer. That's That works if this is just an isolated... I'm just really bummed about this one one, facet of one my thing. Life. Yeah. Right. But even still, if this is a close friend, in the future when you're in a better place, you're gonna feel sad. You're gonna that you yep. took yourself out of all of these things that, that should re- have been happy yep. moments, not just for them, but for you too. You're gonna regret it. They're important moments in a friendship. Yeah. Like, yes, you should you you know, your friend should be happy. You certainly shouldn't spoil their day by putting your sad feels on it and making them responsible for that. And they're but, gonna notice your absence. And you will too. Um, If you need the adjustment period at the beginning to just feel your feels and not necessarily be around it, then I think the excuse monster thing works for a very short time, but the the leash on that is pretty short yeah and the greater the greater issue is is your feelings it's not how do i you know work around this wedding thing how do i avoid (laughs) this wedding entirely yeah because the answer is you don't you don't and you you i mean if this is somebody that you care about and you care about them enough to write in and say how do i not shit on this Mm -hmm. the bigger question is how do i reframe my thinking and not connect these two unrelated things because they yeah. are unrelated. Their happiness is not indicative of you 
sucking at love. Yeah. And chances are, if you're feeling this bad about it, your friend's going to pick up on it, even if you try your best. So I think the sooner you get it resolved for you or the sooner you start to work on resolving it for you, the better for everyone in the situation. The better for you because you're working on it, you're getting through it, and the better for your friend. The, the more likely they are to be able to enjoy it and not worry about whether or not their happiness is going to make you sad today. Whether that comes from a friend, if, you know, it's a, just a mild thing you need to work over or like a jealousy issue, which is totally normal. Super duper normal to feel jealous and feel like, when is it my turn? Good God. I've had this wedding dress purchased for years. Yikes. <laughs> I have birds living in it. I don't know if that's normal. <laughs> what? Or a person who is trained to talk about feels. Exactly. And, and feelings. And feel feelings. Particularly your feelings. A person who is trained to feel you. Ew. <laughs> If your therapist is feeling you, <laughs> you need to report them. <laughs> that is inappropriate. To the sexy, sexy business bureau. <laughs> you need to take care of you. That's the real issue. You, yeah, you need to take care of you while recognizing that your friend deserves to be happy. And, and now is not the time to share your feelings of sadness about their engagement with them right share those feelings with somebody else because they're totally valid it is absolutely a reasonable thing to feel but you need to s separate the two things right but you know that yeah that's why you're asking the question yeah so um instead of trying to find a way to cope with this engagement and this wedding and how do i deal um with this and then presumably pick up with your loneliness when it's over mm -hmm. um Try to focus instead on how to reframe the way that you're looking at your situation and remember that you don't need to compare yourself to other people, which is super difficult. I know it's like right. I'm asking you to shit rainbows out. Sure. Without eating a single Skittle, without shit eating, me a rainbow. Shit me a rainbow without eating any Skittles. That's a ridiculous thing to ask, Marissa. But but can you do it? I don't know. Maybe. Let me try. Amazing. Mm. Oh, no, it's just normal poop. Ah, uh, it's just poop now. It's just, how do I leave? <laughs> you focus on yourself. Focus on whatever it is you need to do to take care of yourself. And it also, I think, feels good to be happy and feel joy for your friend. Yeah. I and think, you cannot do that when you're feeling yeah blue. I think it's important to work through that so that you can then let yourself feel that that joy for your friend because your friend's going to be embarking on something that's big in their life and if this is somebody that you're really close with that's something you're going to want to be a part of yeah um, it's not just for their sake it's also for your own yeah so find some kind of outlet or fuck it just lean right into it yeah just lean just get get down into those feelings two options uh-huh Get yourself some professional help or be find super a healthy. Defense, uh -huh. Be super healthy. Get yep. yourself right, girl. And feel good about your situation and your friend's situation. Mm -hmm. Or don't. <laughs> Just don't. Just lean into it. Don't be happy for her? Just lean into your Crappy. cranky loneliness. Just go to the wedding and get drunk. With Tiffany. Uh, worst wedding guest ever. Just anytime somebody says something nice, they clink the glasses. 
like make a puke barf pointing in your mouth gestures that Mm -hmm. everybody around you at your table dramatically lean over and gag into the centerpiece yell out things while people are making toasts like oh congratulations to tiffany and jordan uh match made in heaven and you're like a fart made in a butt zing (laughs) (laughs) i might die alone but you guys are gonna die miserable happy wedding i'm alone i'll be alone forever but i like it i do this on purpose it's not my personality that drives people away. It's my intentional barbs. And then do a Jaeger bomb. Uh-huh. And then throw the glass on the ground. And then yank the microphone out of the DJ's hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say more awful things That's to the ruin move. their day. That's the move. And then drop that mic on the floor. Yep. And walk right out. Out of that wedding, out of their but lives. As you, you walk out again. As you walk out. Rip off your dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Walk out nude. Leave naked. That's the way to go. Prepare, though, so don't wear any underpants or a bra or anything. Or Spanx. That's yeah. going to look funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't walk out in Spanx. That's uh, mostly going to do you a disservice. Yeah. Spanx makes you look good on the outside <gasps> of your clothes. Ooh, get a tattoo on the small of your back that of says, Spanx. kiss my. Oh, okay. Um, Kiss my what? And then right underneath it is your butt. And then you write the what they're supposed to kiss on your butt? No, just write tattoo this onto your butt. Kiss my this? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It'll make them You ponder. should give them something to kiss. Like, kiss my, and then, like, on your butt you could write, like, grits. And then poop out some grits. And then poop. leave it there. <laughs> Rip off your dress, say... A piece in the Middle East, and then shake your way out of that wedding. <laughs> Just slide right out on a pile of gritty Just shit. Just a slip and slide of crap. That's disgusting. Goodbye. I'm like the silver surfer of shit. I'm the shit surfer. I couldn't even say Peace disgusting. out, Tiffany. Broop. Broop? <laughs> Was that the noise of the poop? Yep. Horrible. Yeah horrible that's uh, um that's the sound poop makes so is this your advice <laughs> so this is all all on the wedding day uh-huh. are you suggesting they just got engaged let me remind you that the question asker just said her friend just got engaged so do you want her to just be silent and suck it up until the wedding no you could build up to it goodbye um <laughs> As always, we're delighted to have you. Please send in your questions to hbmcpodcast at gmail.com. Send them in. We need some good ones. We have a lot of real shitty ones. Yeah, stop it. (laughs) No, Uh, but we do need some good ones, so send them in, uh, please. You can send them to our Gmail, or you can send them to us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, While you're at it, you can like us. Yeah. Um, You can also... I like you private message our twitter we don't really use twitter that much no we forget that it exists as a medium um in general but uh we are there sometimes i twit about it i get an email when somebody talks with us on there which does happen from time to time so go right ahead you go right ahead we may answer you in a couple days yeah (laughs) we're a lot like your sad aunt yeah Mm mm-hmm 
Gladys. Mm. Auntie Gladys. <laughs> She's the saddest. <laughs> she used to be called Susan. <laughs> but they changed it. <laughs> they were just waiting to find out which aunt was the saddest one. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm sorry, Susan. You have to be Gladys now. <laughs> no, I'll change. It's too late, Gladys. It's too late. <laughs> um... So, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, um, Gmail. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, do that. Leave us a review. That would be great. Leave us a rating. That would be super helpful. That's the only way that uh, people can successfully find us on iTunes is um, if you guys keep giving us good ratings. So far, we've got, we've got some great ratings and reviews. Uh, if you could keep it up, that's really helpful for our iTunes stats. Um, and sharing with your friends, please share us with your friends. Um, unless you don't have any and that's why you're listening to us. Then listen to our advice and then get some friends. Yeah. And show this to them. Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, ratings, Snapchat. We l Ooh! Well, we should set up a HBMC Snapchat. Or just... Yeah. Okay. I don't think we can. I'll figure Snapchat out Snapchat is attached to your phone number. Um, we're on Tinder. You just have to find us. <laughs> we're on Grinder. <laughs> we're on Pinterest. <laughs> we're on Christian Singles. <laughs> we're on Plenty of Fish. Plenty of Fish. Uh huh. We are not on eHarmony. No, fuck that noise. We're on FarmersOnly.com <laughs> and Ask Jeeves. Yeah. We get your questions, just so you know, a little inside scoop. We uh -huh. get your questions, then we take them to Ask Jeeves. We, we ask type them Jeeves. in. Jeeves tells us, and then we just kind of paraphrase it to you. We regurgitate Jeeves's Jeeves is just really a, great advice. A master at friendship. Mm -hmm. That goddamn oracle, that fool. Remember Ask Jeeves? Remember when he got shot, paralyzed by the Joker, and became the oracle? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hey Buddy. Don't forget to touch your feelings boners. There's a poop coming out of my butt. I can't now too fast. No, gonna real slow. Don't wanna break it off. I'm going for the record. Gonna get stuck in my bare hair.